Hello, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. I will be reading from the book by Joseph Prince, The Power of Right Believing, Seven Keys to Freedom from Fear, Guilt, and Addiction. The enemy's mind games. The devil loves to play mind games. When I was a young, impressionable believer, I was taught erroneously that a Christian could commit what has become known as the unpardonable sin when he blasphemes against the Holy Spirit. Just the thought that I could commit this sin put me under severe oppression. That one thought opened up all kinds of terrible experiences in my life. I was really worried that I had already committed the unpardonable sin and was on a one-way ticket to hell. The more I tried not to, the more I would have all kinds of blasphemous thoughts about the Holy Spirit when I prayed, even when I was earnestly worshiping God. It was a harrowing experience with the devil relentlessly oppressing and attacking my mind with all kinds of evil thoughts. So, what is the unpardonable sin? The unpardonable sin is simply the sin of an unbeliever continually rejecting Jesus as his or her Savior. By not accepting God's free gift of salvation, he or she is saying, I don't need Jesus. I can very well save myself. This was what the self-righteous Pharisees were doing in Jesus' day, right in his presence. Despite all the amazing miracles of grace that he performed by the power of the Holy Spirit, they stubbornly refused to believe that he was the Messiah. They even had the audacity to say that his power and authority came from an evil spirit. You can find that in Matthew twelve twenty four. My friend, it's therefore impossible for you as a believer to commit the sin because you have already received Jesus as your Savior. Furthermore, there's absolutely no sin that his blood has not already cleansed you of. Every sin of yours has been forgiven and pardoned through his finished work at the cross. It's an immaculate work. Jesus did not miss a single sin. That's why the Apostle Paul, who wrote, two-thirds of the New Testament never mentioned the unpardonable sin in any of his epistles to the churches. Do you think that if Christians could commit this sin and lose their salvation, Paul would have at least mentioned it once? Unfortunately, no one taught me about God's grace then, and I lived under the dark cloud of mental oppression for more than a year. Can you imagine that? Just one thought kept me in bondage for such a long time. And it was through that traumatizing experience that I learned about the devil's mind games. As I shared in the previous chapter, the devil knows how to use the personal pronoun to deceive you. Instead of blatantly telling me, you have committed the unpardonable sin, I kept hearing it in my mind. I have committed the unpardonable sin. And because I believed wrongly that a believer could commit this sin, it reinforced the devil's lies in my head. I would constantly hear thoughts like, 
I have blasphemed the Holy Spirit and I have committed the sin for which there's no forgiveness. And I have failed and disappointed God. The enemy would always drop in the pronoun I, even though all this while it was he who was planning these wrong imaginations and sliding these blasphemous thoughts into my head. I would be praying to God and these wrong, sometimes vulgar thoughts would come in. And my response then typically was, oh my goodness, what is wrong with me? I am a Christian. I shouldn't be thinking these kinds of thoughts. At other times, the devil would knock me on the head with an accusation like, how can you think these thoughts? Or what kind of sick person are you? Or, how can you think such nasty thoughts against that person and still call yourself a Christian? Have you experienced this before? The enemy is an expert at throwing thoughts into your mind and then backing off and coming at you as a legalist to knock you in the head with the very thoughts that he first put in your head.